I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We've all been dealing with a lot of heavy things, some disheartening things that have been happening around the world and even here at home. And I know it's caused a lot of us to wonder how in the world did we get here? How did we get to this place? And we can blame social media. We can blame the wealth gap. We can blame dictators and authoritarians. But is it something else? Is there something more that we should be thinking about that might make our corner of the world and the rest of the world just a little bit better? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. One of the places I turn when I start thinking, how do we get here? And more importantly, how do we get out of here? Uh, I often look at David Brooks, the New York Times columnist and author and commentator. Uh, he appeared on the Russell Moore show recently where he explained that he thinks what he thinks the problem is in society today and what we need to do to move things forward in a better way. And so I want to tap into a, a little bit of the wisdom of David Brooks here and Look at a couple of things that I think might surprise you in terms of why we are where we are and what some of the challenges are and what each of us individually and all of us collectively ought to do about it. In his conversation with Russell Moore, David Brooks uh, detailed some of those disheartening statistics, some of the problems that we have in the world and why all of these bad things are happening. Look at the statistics. It's something weird and spiritual and moral to me. The, the number of people who say they have no close friends has quadrupled in a generation. The number of people who have committed suicide has risen by a third since 2000. The number of people suffering from depression is up 57%. Uh, 54% of Americans say no one knows me well. And add on top of that the by now familiar statistics on opioid addictions and all the rest and political polarization, record rise in hate crimes, of violence in our city centers. Uh, there's just a whole raft of statistics that are just terrible. And I spent a lot of time obsessing what is going on because a lot of these things don't seem to have much to do with each other. So those are some pretty depressing statistics in terms of what's going wrong in the world. Uh, Brooks went on to say that uh, there's a lot of causes that we can point to, but there's something that we're not including in the conversation. I, I could tell you a lot of stories about why this is happening. Some of it would be sociological, that we've, we're just hanging out with each other less and what they call social capital is on the way down. And that's a sociological story. I could tell you a technological story that social media is really having a negative effect. 
I can tell you an economic story. There's a lot of people who are economically insecure. The one I'm thinking about most these days is really a moral story. All right, that might be a think again moment for you. So we can talk about the the disconnection factor, the the lack of social capital because we're not hanging out as much together. We don't have as many close friends. We we've talked about technology, and David laid all of those things out. Uh, but he said there's something more to it, something that we've stopped trying to develop. Listen really close. For much of American history. Put aside religion for a second. We had a sense that character was something you worked on, that we were fundamentally sinful and broken people, and that therefore you needed to work on your sin. You needed to some form of moral formation. It could be within a faith, but it didn't have to be. You could go to the Marine Corps or you could go to university and you could read great books and try to see how can I work on my selfishness, my sinfulness, and lead a worthwhile life. We sort of threw away that whole character ethos around about the 1950s, and we said, I'm good. I'm not sinful. Mm. Deep inside me is something really good. And that maybe worked for a while, but essentially people lost a sense of meaning in life, sense of purpose, and it turns out we're not really good inside. Uh, there's some, some deep things in there to, to think through, but this idea that we have to work on our character. Uh, but if if we're living in this moral relativism where everything is good and everything is fine and everybody's got their own thing, uh, we stopped doing that. And, and as uh, Brooks pointed out, uh, this is where we started to lose meaning and purpose. I think it's also what caused a lot of that disconnect to happen between individuals and between communities and societies. Uh, David went on to say that uh, because people had lost that, that moral and that meaning, what did they do with all of that? They turned, sadly, to politics. Out of that sort of excessive trust in self came a period of moral anarchy, uh, the breakup in family, the breakup in marriage. And people can't stand moral anarchy, and they will do anything to get out of it. And so to me, what they've chosen to try to get out of the moral anarchy is politics. And politics yeah. is a moral system that says, I'm good, my enemies are evil, and I will achieve righteousness by fighting my foes. And in this case, the cure is worse than disease. We went from moral anarchy to moral war. Moral anarchy to moral war, where because I'm I'm not going to focus on myself because I'm good, uh, I'm going to focus on this moral issue that it's it's good and evil, and, and I'm good, and anybody who disagrees with me, especially politically, is evil. And so that's how I'm going to prove that I'm good, is I'm going to I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight them. And this whole term of them uh, is part of the problem uh, because it's not about them. There are no them. It's us. It's just us. Uh, and as uh, David pointed out, that's a punishing, punishing way to live. Now, the good news, uh, David Brooks said that this phase won't last forever and actually gives a good explanation as to why. I do strongly, strongly feel this cannot last, that if you're asking politics to solve your sense of moral purpose and character and meaning, you're asking more of politics than it can bear. And that when we, we think about wanting to lead a good life, it's not only to fight a righteous fight against a foe, it's to have a sense of love and connection and friendship and devotion. And politics can't give you love. <laughs> it just can't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you heard it here, folks. Uh, politics can't buy you love. Uh, it just can't. It, it is not designed to do that. And so let's not go there. The important thing is that we 
reestablish social capital and connection. Uh, we've been talking about it quite a bit today, to stay curious about those who disagree with you, those who believe different, think different, live different, act different. Uh, and to do that, you have to take a look internal and say, I don't have all the answers and I am not a perfect being. So I have my own character to work on. I don't need to worry about judging, prejudging, uh, or being offended by anybody else, especially for their political belief. But if we can focus on the development of our own character and then connecting with people to learn, to lean in and listen, uh, that's when we can start doing this just a little bit different. And so while the statistics are a little discouraging in terms of where we are, uh, I think the way out is exactly what David Brooks has just shared. Uh, it's about characters, about a moral character development and a connection to other people. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.